Welcome to Blooming Out on Community Radio, WFHB. Blooming Out is a forum by and for the LGBTQ plus community. Each week we explore the issues, events pertaining to the LGBT community in Indiana, the U.S., and internationally. We speak with guests about human rights, coming out, the legality of being gay, and much more. Blooming Out is a multiple award-winning program here on Community Radio, WFHB. Thanks for listening to Blooming Out. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Blooming Out. I'm Frankie Preslav. I'm Ireland Meacham. I'm Melanie Davis. And I'm Dandelion Mead. Dandelion Ooh, I'm bringing it back. <laughs> I'm <laughs> trying it out. What do you think? I like it. You do? Yes. Okay. It's and we cool. have um, Judy Epp here Hi, Judy. today. Hi, Jay. Hi, Hi Judy. So she's, gonna, she's sitting in the corner like she usually does. She won't <laughs> wear her mic or anything. She's very bad. So. No, she's not. She's very, very good. I'm sitting in the corner, and she's a pro. I, I haven't even done anything wrong yet. Yeah, and right. yeah. <laughs> Frankie's yes. yelling at her. Ready. <laughs> you're wrong. You're wrong. You're it's wrong. Proactive punishment. Yes, that's what. Yeah, that's how we're supposed there to do it. So, Melanie, what's going on? You got some news for us? I do. So it's been killing me for the past, I don't know, about a year uh, to be on here and uh, not be able to say rude. what. It's been killing you to be on our show. No, 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 <laughs> to to not be able to announce this. Although I have spoken to people around town, and I think everybody here knows or knew. Um, but I am uh, going forward with uh, getting a GoFundMe put together to start a LGBT center for um, Bloomington. That's awesome. That's great. Yay. Congratulations, Yay. Money. And I did. I didn't know about that. I knew yeah. that you were doing the P flag thing, and I did not know about. You didn't know about that. Yeah. No. So. Where have you been? I, I've been lots of places. But not, not in the know. Not in the know. Not in the know. Not been well, in congratulations. Yeah, Thank you. So, so cool. where can right. people send all their money to? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not giving out my address. Yes, no. no. Give out my so address. So, <laughs> the GoFundMe. If you if you just put in a Google search or uh, GoFundMe search, um, and it's getting started. Bloomington LGBT IQ Center. Uh, that's the, we'll say the that's title of it. IQ Center? Like IQ is in smart? No, 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 no. <laughs> Intersex and queer. Oh. <laughs> so obviously Frankie's not smart. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't say that. That wasn't my word. <laughs> uh, getting started, Colin. <laughs> that's funny. Bloomington LGBT IQ Center. There we go. So This would be such a great thing to have here. I'm really excited about this project. Yes. Yeah. This has so, been something, and, and it's not just me. There, there are other people working on it too. Um, but uh, things were coming to a head, and it, it, was, it time. was just time. And uh, and so this initial uh, GoFundMe, and, and not Kickstarter, but GoFundMe, right. is to get up enough uh, funds to actually uh, uh, secure a place. So, do we have and a number in mind? Uh, well, this is I, I just set it for eighteen thousand okay. because I was basing it on I think that's pretty uh, my number of friends, right, and right. if everybody donated twenty dollars mm-hmm. uh, from my Facebook friends, that's about what it would be. That's okay. And so, um, and also that will cover 
several months rent and deposits and utilities and you know all the, the right to get it to start get it running and paint and, um, and uh, also for incorporation and get the five hundred one c three status thing. So down. if anybody has a building or a location, hopefully like kind of close to downtown, it, I really 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 think it needs to be downtown and accessible. It's going to be open to all ages, and it also needs to to be handicap accessible so of that. Um, uh, I mean, we can build ramps and things like that, but um, I'm not looking for something that's like you know, okay, really tall. So if people have suggestions <laughs> so or ideas, please. Where do they send them to? Well, I have a a, a page too for the center. Okay. And uh, let me get to it. I'm sorry, I had it up and then I changed my. How long have you been stuff. working on this? Uh, well, so depending on how you look at it, <laughs> um, wow. uh, it's been. In the works, getting talking to people, trying to get uh, uh, research done for about a year. Um, but really, we've been dreaming about it for years uh, individually, and then mm-hmm. we kind of came together and we're like, "This is this is what really and needs to we be." We don't have anything like this. Nothing. Done. Nothing. We had when no, I, not yet. I, I forgot how many years ago was it was. I was on this uh, committee. It was called the Beacon, um, and oh. we were started a community. Uh, the LGBTQ center. We had it up and running for about a minute and a half. It was um, just off campus, but we just could not get the momentum back then. And this is like the probably 90s, mid 90s or whatever. We just couldn't get mm. everybody to mm. really buy into it back then. Yeah. Um, but So this is awesome. And this is something Bloomington definitely well, deserves to have and definitely needs. In the current climate, uh, and we are seeing increased uh, – um, threats and violence, um, uh, division, and I—I uh, was, you know, really. Uh, I had friends that were frightened. I've had friends that have been uh, attacked uh, lately, and there needs to be some place that people can come to and feel at home and feel safe, right. and uh, and find services that they need, right. um, and and. Uh, some place that stands and says, right. we're here. So, you know, I guess even churches that might have space available or are you looking for something like that for just to get it started where you can have some? Or do you are you set to say we have to have? Oh, I mean, I, I'd love to have 3,000 square feet all right, on one floor right, and, right. you know, right downtown. Um, <laughs> right. But Maybe we could borrow the parking garage next door and, you know, we haven't torn it down mm-hmm. yet. So right. We could, <laughs> that'd be a great location. Yeah, parking and, there. yeah. <laughs> Winter's, winter would be tough. But, yeah. um, uh, We're tough no, people. actually, I found out that little gray building behind the 4th Street garage uh-huh. um, that's now yeah. a security place. Uh, that was the location. No, that's a, um, a rental office now. Is it? It's, yeah. Okay. Real estate. But that's going to, that's. They're right. They're imminent down. domain. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that used to be uh, the first uh, gay tea room in Bloomington. Really? Or at least somebody was telling me that. I don't, I think that was built there. I think the. Well, the, the location. Okay. I don't need, I don't know okay. if that building okay. specifically, but. Yeah, because there used yeah. to be, well, remember Justin, we had a play there. It was, um, was it called, uh, when we were at Harmony. Our town? No, it was um, the salesman one. Death of a salesman. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> we did that play. Yeah, we did that play. You don't remember? No. Oh well. <laughs> it was. That, it was in that building there that they tore down. Are you sure that was no. Yeah, right. Yeah, no, that was a wonderful space, an old Victorian space, yeah. and there were lots of plays and um, yeah, so dances, that makes sense. and it was Ricky's Cantina, an underage place. But that's been gone forever. Yeah, I think that's what you were talking right. about. Right. Yeah. yeah. At and least since the war. 
since the war. Yeah. Since the war. <laughs> wow. The big one. Yeah. Well, that's exciting. So what's the address? So, what's the so email? It's called the Bloomington LGBTIQ Community Center on Facebook. So go there and like it. And I'm going to start adding content and things. We've just gone live. And um, and we'll have a website up okay. pretty soon. Well, yeah. So this is a conversation that uh, should continue. And a lot of people hopefully will um, – give you lots of money we've had tons of interest it's been shared like 300 times or so on facebook okay, that's already great since like four hours ago yeah nice. so that's yeah. awesome it's it's and a lot of people that i've talked to have been really excited about it okay. so yeah well there we go how are you doing <clears throat> ireland I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like your haircut. We can't Thanks. see it on Radio Land. I know. I always get new haircuts, and then we can't, we can't really show yeah. them off. But it, it's basically a lot shorter. And it is I'm, a lot shorter. Yeah. Two, two yeah, inches. Yeah, it keeps going shorter and shorter. You know, why yeah. don't we have a Facebook page? I don't. Yeah, we, we do. Should. We do. Oh, you know what? I think we do. We do. We just think, <laughs> it, was, it was taken away from us. I, I think, think that I looked at I it. I think that's like probably appropriate. About five I think it was taken away. We need to get that back up. And yeah. yeah. One of these days we'll put. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just, <laughs> just update. We'll just have your hair. update. And we can just post straight to WFHB. Yeah. I think that's what it's. Yeah. So. There's some rules and regulations that we have to follow. Right. But we kind of do our own thing. So yeah. <laughs> so besides getting your hair all dued up, chopped off, what yeah. are you doing? Um, I'm going to Chicago for the weekend. Yeah, tomorrow. you're always Maybe going. You are. Yeah. I know. I you said you weren't going to make today's show, and I was yeah. so upset. I almost didn't. But you but did make it. Changed, changed plans. So um, yeah, I'm meeting my sister and our friend up there, and we're just gonna play hang out. Yeah. Awesome. What are you gonna do there? Um, we got an Airbnb, plans? and we're just gonna do like our friend hasn't really been to Chicago and done like the sightseeing mm-hmm. type of stuff. Oh, cool. So That's we cool. thought we would take her there. The architecture tour is awesome. Yeah. Oh, yeah. on the boat. Mm-hmm. I've yeah. actually done that before. It's Have really you? cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's great. Then, yeah, then so that'll be fun. fun. Okay, well, hopefully the weather will be nice. Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> well, you can do that. <laughs> you can do that up in Indianapolis. <laughs> now, this is your old stomping grounds. Is that what you have to offer? Yeah, is the it well, Cheesecake Factory? <laughs> no, actually, I I say just get lost and find the the, the little hole-in-the-wall restaurants. That's and right. There. Yeah. The hole-in-the-wall restaurants, Thai restaurants. Just point yeah. to stuff and be like, that's what I want. apparently there's a good vegan place, or vegetarian vegan mm-hmm. place, the uh-huh. Chicago Diner that's been around oh, forever. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. I, I really want to try there. that. So hopefully we, I'll go. When we took the Girl Scouts up there, we passed that. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that was, yeah, it's really cool. It's yeah, I was list. a vegetarian when I lived there. But yeah. Yeah. Completely different ball game now, and I'm sure now lots of better places. Yeah, I'm sure. Now I am a But... <laughs> so Justin, <laughs> Justin, on that note, how's your week been? <laughs> it's been good. My friend is visiting me from Paris, and it's always good to have her in town. I've missed her. She's the What's one her that name? I moved to. I can't. Name. You can't say her first. Say name. her name. <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't ever make up a French a French <laughs> name. <laughs> well, she's not French. She's American. Well, you should have lied. Just she, make up a French <laughs> name. Okay. I mean. uh, Fifi. There you go. So Fifi <laughs> is Hi, visiting Fifi. me from Paris. <laughs> is she a Bichon? So Fifi's visiting you. That's good. She is visiting me. She's the one that I helped um, move her cats from here to Paris. To Paris, yes. With your pickup truck. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Well, that's cool. So, how long is Fifi here? Oh, she's here for about three weeks. Nice. So that's fun. I really missed her because she's one of my best friends. So it's been really fun. Good. Yeah, that's exciting. What about you? What's what's going on with you? With Frankie, with me, it's always kind of the same. I mean, you know, I always got a lot of stuff going on, (laughs) Um, but uh, I don't know. Every I just 
kids and work and life and this and that. So I don't know. I'm just, I just I stay busy doing a lot of little things. I did have some friends, not from Paris, but from oh, Colorado. Well, they're not oh, worth no, from, being friends with. Yeah, from out west. From California, actually. <laughs> huh. they, they from came California? And, yeah, they came and visited. Um, oh. I hadn't seen them in, God, 18 18 years. So oh, my gosh. So they didn't have kids, and they weren't married. Now they're married, and they have two, um, a boy and a girl. And so that was kind of fun. Did you inspire them? Um, possibly. Yeah. Yeah, possibly. But I was surprised. I mean, but they're good dads. But it's funny to see friends like that in the role of being a parent, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but their kids are, yeah, they're doing a good job. <laughs> That's Thumbs a long up. time to go without seeing people. Yeah, I mean. Was yeah. it just the same when you saw them? Yeah, I mean, you know, I looked younger. Other than that, everybody else, you know, ages. <laughs> you looked younger than they yeah, did? Always, Is that what you're saying? Always, always happens. Okay, so it's the it always happens You look the same and everybody else changed. <laughs> Frankie, I don't understand that. Frankie knows That's what happened surgeon, to us. So. That's right. You still look like you did when you were 13. That's right. Well, it's funny. I have, like, um, teachers that will know me from, like, when I was, like, in Kennedy. You do look the same, actually. And they will, like, I mean, remember who I am because it's there. I don't know why. Yeah. I know you. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. If I look like an old baby. (laughs) 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 Or did you have the stubble when you were a baby? I had had a lot of hair. Yeah. I had lots of hair. I mean, just and I would like make it all kinds of colors. Yeah. He was born with a full beard. I did. Yeah. (laughs) That old. so, So I don't know. How about you, Judy? Well. As usual, I've been busy as well. Lucy and I went to Michigan, actually, and I met her people. Nice. So that was an interesting experience. And one of her friends, I think she hadn't seen in 20 years. Okay, see, it happens. Reunions. That's been reunion time. Yeah. So we met, I met quite a bit of her family. They did not give me the inquisition that my friends gave her. Um, So we're not not quite sure why, but we were already married, so there's not too much they can do. They're they're nicer up there. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, they're nicer. Or they trust her or something, I don't know. Right. But anyway. (laughs) Did you have pink hair before? She's way across the room, so Judy's going to have to interpret. No, she did when we went to Michigan. She got the hair for World Pride. Okay. Uh, when we went to World Pride, it, it was multicolors. It was rainbow keep it colors. Up. I like it. So, yeah, it's kind of fading out yeah, a little bit. It's now, very hip. Anyway. You guys, your shirt matches good. her hair. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, and I had two toes straightened, so I've got yeah. this fancy footwear. Oh, I didn't even notice. Yeah, she came in in one of those um, fancy footwear, things. ugly boot thing. Yeah, because you always have your sandals. Well, now yeah. you have yeah. sexy straight I know. toes. I know. <laughs> you, you like how long do you have to wear that? So, well, I I go to the doctor a week from yesterday. I've yeah. went already after two weeks, and mm-hmm. so now I go two weeks okay. out from that. So I got stitches out and all that fun stuff. All that stuff. They broke the toes. And oh, you know how to have a yeah. good time, Judy. Judy Lucy said like the x-ray looks like the autopsy when they put the x-ray up and say, this is where the bullets lodged. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. I saw the one that you posted. Yeah. yeah, but I'm healing well and doing well and raring to go. Yeah. Get orthopedic yeah. sandals maybe just to, you know. It tied you over until you're fully uh, healed. Maybe you can borrow some of Justin's. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. On that note, I'm I fine. What? <laughs> it's time to take a music break. Yeah, so we'll be right back. Outside. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, 
You've been listening to Tuxedo, you and me. That was fun. That was kind of, yeah, it was groovy and sexy. Yeah, Lucas was back there. Engineer was just getting wild, spinning on his chair. (laughs) (laughs) He was crazy. Thank you, Lucas. Thank you for that, Lucas. Kept me from hurting Frankie. Oh, well. (laughs) Get you out of the headlock. Um, (laughs) So, uh, Melanie, what's going on in the LGBT what? There's more to that. LGBT. LGBTIQ. We, we could still just, you know, LGBT or whatever. But okay. this is. But let's, we were talking about that for a second. We'll, yeah. we'll hop over to the news in a sec, but this is kind of newsworthy. So we were talking about the LG, LGBTIQ. IQ. And why? It's it's uh, inclusive of intersex folk um, for, for a variety of reasons. Um, uh, not all intersex people agree with that, uh, mm-hmm. uh, lumping in. Um, but. There are some similar um, issues that uh, intersex folk and trans folk have, uh, and and it may end up being 
because of uh, new, well, not new, for the past 30 years, uh, looking into trans issues uh, and and uh, trans folk and, and looking for a cause, of course, right? Right. You have to have a cause for everything. Um, but uh, the brains of trans folk resemble the sex that they identify as. Okay. So... Um, that would seem to indicate an actual intersex condition if part of the body is uh, uh, developed one way mm-hmm. in a uh, dimorphic uh, um, person then and the the rest of the body developed otherwise right. so that would be that would be inclusive so okay <clears throat> yeah and then you know the queer which is we're all just lumped into that and not questioning. That's what everybody always says. It's questioning. No, no, not questioning. No. So. so there we go. I mean, you can feel free to question. I always question. <laughs> it's my, my role in life is to question. <laughs> so that's that's everybody's role children. in life. That's right. right. Makes you a good host. So, Melanie, what's going on in the LGBTQI? No, let me do that again. Okay. <laughs> the LGBTIQ. IQ. That was a, you yeah. got it. Yay! yay. <laughs> yeah, plus. Plus. <laughs> XX. <laughs> Uh, well, I I get uh, happier news uh, this week. New Jersey is scratching its collective head to try and figure out how to include LGBTIQ content into the curriculum, af- curriculum after legislation was passed this past spring mandating that relevant lessons specifically include references to LGBTIQ contributions. But of course, there are those opposed to this important work. Both Colorado and New Jersey joined California in the necessary steps to provide a mirror for our queer youth in their studies. As with any group, representation means a lot. And for LGBTIQ kids learning about history and current events, skipping over the fact that people just like them have, been, have made major and positive contributions throughout history is so empowering. It changes lives and maybe saves some too. For example, it was just announced to much fanfare that the Revolutionary War hero Kazimir Pulaski was probably intersex. Baird Rustin, the civil rights leader who was a friend of MLK and organizer of the March on Washington in 63, was also gay and pushed for gay rights as well. There was a robust queer rights movement before the marriage fight. uh, That there was a movement before the marriage fight is still news to many, especially the young ones. And for historical figures, uh, you may have heard about in history and philo- uh, philosophy and theatrical arts and music, there's Alexander the Great, Billie Holiday, Anne Frank, Eleanor Roosevelt, Audre Lorde, Leonardo da Vinci, Aristotle, Oscar Wilde, Sally Ride, Julius Caesar, Virginia Woolf, Tennessee Williams, Sappho, Laurence Olivier, Walt Whitman, Frida Kahlo, James Baldwin, Alan Turing, President James Buchanan, Cary Grant, several British and French monarchs of note, Josephine Baker, Lord Byron, Sir Francis Bacon, Bessie Smith, Emperor Adrian of the Wall fame, W.B. Yeats, uh, Queen Christina of Sweden, Socrates, or Socrates, uh, <laughs> I love that movie, Cole Porter, J. Edgar Hoover, Michelangelo, George Washington Carver, Peter Ilyich Tchaikovsky, Plato, uh, I said that, I think. Uh, maybe even King David, and the list goes on for pages and centuries. <laughs> <laughs> of for course, Lincoln, for one. Yeah, well, and exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, of course, we are there in every era and every culture, and it's about time everyone knew. Because as important as it is to see yourself mirrored in people who made the world, it's just as important for those who are not LGBTIQ to know that, yeah, we were there and we did that. 
Whereas California, Colorado, uh, and now New Jersey are including this information alongside the implicit and explicit heterosexuality of most figures, there are states that are still considering it, like Illinois and New York, and a couple that have lifted bans uh, that they had previously about teaching LGBTIQ history and issues like Utah and Arizona, and I can't believe I'm saying this, Alabama. Really? Yes. Utah, Arizona, and Alabama. Utah, yes. Yeah. Where are we getting hmm. Indiana on board? Well, uh, coming to that. Right. <laughs> uh, well, i my broth. Uh, don't, no. <laughs> um, there are still plenty of states which ban LGBTIQ content outright. And this list doesn't hold any surprises. Texas, Oklahoma, Louisiana, Mississippi, Florida, and both Carolinas. The rest of the states, so Indiana is included in this, have no legal restrictions or requirements. Usually this means that it isn't covered at all. But then the U.S. is still struggling to develop curriculums that decenter whiteness and maleness, too. Did you notice something about the list I read? There are healthy representation of women and people of color in it, though skewed in its own way. There's a lot of homework to do still. That's great news. Right? That makes me very happy. And I have noticed, you know, on the uh, View in the month of June, they were doing this, um, having historical figures. Oh, yeah? Yeah, which I, th- I thought That's was really cool. great. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. It's needed. It is completely needed. And a lot of these people you know, but you don't know that they're part of the LGBTIQ community. Right. Mm-hmm. And I was just reading a book at um, when I was volunteering at Spencer Pride the other day. Um, they have a book there in their little library that's like queers throughout history or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so it just is basically like an encyclopedia of mm-hmm. every every queer person in history. And there was a long thing about Abraham Lincoln, which is why mm-hmm. I said that. And um, yeah, just like flipping through it, there's so many people that you wouldn't that you never would have guessed. But it was they were very. Who was. Um, like when you were reading through, which one were you kind of the most surprised? Well, Tchaikovsky, about? you actually talked about that, but right. I was like surprised that he he was actually like I think like threatened and like made to mm-hmm. commit suicide actually because sure. he had to like cover up a bunch of affairs that he had had or something like that. Um, but like, yeah, I mean, a lot of it's kind of dark history, but it's important to know all of that, you know. Right. And I thought I just loved reading that book because it was so interesting. Yeah. It, it gives context for us where we had none before. Yeah. I mean, growing up, there was no mention of this for any of these characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I say characters, but any of these people, um, you know, and so many. I I didn't even put all the actors right, and actresses right, yeah. and authors. Right. Yeah. There's tons of the entertainment. Just yeah. Hollywood. Just as you would expect. And just today I was reading about one of the Andrews sisters, you know, Boogie oh. Woogie Bugle Boy yeah. fame or whatever. <laughs> and so um, one of them was an, a lesbian and her uh, wife has, you know, come out and talked about it. Actually, she had to adopt her wife yeah. so that her wife would inherit all of her stuff because mm. they couldn't actually get married. I remember oh, that wow. era. Yep. Mm. So that was an interesting thing I was reading about. Marlene Dyche. Dietrich? Dietrich. 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 Mm-hmm. I've never... But Marlena Dietrich. I guess in one movie, she like did a whole... She was like in full drag for Oh, you've got to see it. Oh, yeah. Morocco? I need to yeah. see it. Yeah. No, she's in tuxedo. And she, I guess even kisses a woman a in drag, yeah. which is yeah. wild. <laughs> yeah, she was she was a famous bisexual yeah. and really quite so open cool. about it because she was European. And so people mm-hmm. were like, oh, well, she's European. <laughs> oh, we're well, all European. like that, I guess. You know what I mean? This is one of the reasons why Spencer Pride years ago started what we called our history boards displays, 
we started in Spencer for in October for Gay History Month. And one of the things this points out to me that we kept expanding and expanding, and we would have a theme like, it was just a trifold board. We didn't have uh, all these people. But we would have a theme like one year it was military people, mm. LGBT. IQ military in the military and others it would be authors and another it would be theater and um, another year it was politics and one time we kept expanding it and I called the Brown County Library at one point and asked if we could be there and they said well we only allow from our community Mm. from our county and I said so you have an organization there that will give you this information because otherwise your audience will never get this information because right. it isn't anywhere else. She said, let me check on that. She called me back the next day, and we were in. Nice. Great. Oh, excellent. Librarians are fabulous. Yeah, yeah they, they are. are. <laughs> Good people, librarians. Yeah. <laughs> I went to library school. <laughs> they actually had a, a action figure that was a librarian. Okay. Oh, yeah. I've seen that. My favorite action figure. Yeah. Next to William Shakespeare's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So no, that's that's awesome, yeah, and, and that's super cool. We need to have, you know, like that needs to be a thing all the time. I think. Mm-hmm. Well, our youth yeah. group is continuing it this Are year. Are they? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We've done oh, it excellent. every year for like I don't know, not thirteen years, but maybe at least ten years. But we do it in October, and we go to the different um, um, libraries and schools and any place that all. I love your youth group. They rock. Mm-hmm. Well, now, well, the, the couple years before we had our youth group, we got Prism to start taking it over, oh. and so they created them under our supervision. Yeah, and then, um, and then our volunteers would deliver them to the various places. And then now, since we have our youth group, they've started taking that over. So, yeah, that's awesome. That's and they're researching their own history. Exactly. That's awesome. Yeah, which doesn't happen. Right. I mean, within like schools mm-hmm. and right. You know, you just that's not something that's pushed. Maybe in the bigger cities, you you know, there's more of that an opportunity. Any educators listening? Yes. <laughs> Any, well, hopefully, it will be a thing yeah. everywhere. Well, there's, it's it's just us talking about it. Yeah. And you know, but there, you know, again, we have the internet. You know, where people <laughs> can go out there. Yeah, but the, well. but what? Well, there is so much misinformation there, too. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think right. that you do need a real scholarly, <laughs> you know, or, or whatever, a class right. where I mean, you're you would getting weigh good information. Back in the today, and you kind of, it's still that And there's way. a perception everyone has the internet. Right. The, That's the true. The people that right. we're That's an excellent right. point. in rural areas, right. not right. everybody yeah. has right. the You're right. I have a project in West Virginia that is actually like that. I work in education, and I go there, and they don't have the internet, so they can't do these things that we're doing with everybody else right. in the really rural Rural areas, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah we forget and people forget that. about that. Yeah. They don't realize. That well, because this is our world, and we don't think you know right. outside that side right. of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I mean, that's where I mean, like one of the exciting things about going to college was that you were able to take like these kind of classes back mm-hmm. in the day, right. and still to this day, you yeah. know, were you know things that you weren't necessarily taught in high school or you know within your family, or you could expand and 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 have a whole you know class on gay history. Mm-hmm. Well, think how much I, like I, I bullying is a big thing for me, right. um, and. You know how much you is need to stop that. based on the perception. Of the <laughs> yeah, you need to stop being. <laughs> That's a not a good thing. You no, too, Frankie. Oh uh, come on, I'm Serbian. Quiet. I can't help it. Um, <laughs> no, but uh, the kids didn't see this. You know, the the non LGBT right. kids. Right. They just didn't see us, so we became even more weird. Right. And and so right. understanding that 
you know, we're we're a part of the fabric of of humanity right. and life yeah. from the very beginning in every level. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, all right, maybe that takes some of the wind out of that. Well, it was like you know, when I was a kid, the the one of the first people that I knew was gay, or at least we kind of talked about it, whispered in the family, was a writing instructor, Earl. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that was like, and I remember I didn't want to grow up and be like Earl. Did you maybe just out him? Earl's been gone probably 150 years. So, yeah. Um, But, and I didn't give his last name. And he was your writing instructor? Like horseback riding? Yeah. He was our English writing instructor. Oh, well. English writing. Yes. And um, so, and he lived with us for a while. Oh. And um, it was, uh, yeah. And I just remember my mom and dad kind of talking and Earl was, older and didn't have, um, you know, any significant person, woman. And, yeah. and then we just all talked around. It was mm-hmm. just like so crazy that, that, you know, now, of course, in our family. And what did you think about it at that time? Were you like, oh, that's interesting? Or were you like... I was just, you know, he was, um, you know, I was even back then, I mean, I was fairly young and f- you're fighting with your own kind of masculinity and whatever and I didn't want to identify because Earl was kind of feminine and I, that was for me, you know, mm-hmm. I was kind of on the, the macho thing where this is mm-hmm. what a man is, this is what a girl is and, uh-huh. and I didn't, you know, if that's what being gay is, then that's definitely uh, not me. Right. So I, you know, yeah. but of course there was no one to talk to mm-hmm. and kind of figure those things out. So right. for me it was kind of like I didn't relate to him, mm-hmm. nor did I want, you know, that's what you, that's, that's men that like men or boys that like boys, that's what you look like, or that's, right. you know, and for right. me, that was like, I didn't want to identify as that. So it was, you know, I, I mean, yeah. I love Earl. He was a great guy and everything, but, you know, I didn't want to go there. It was a different, <laughs> it was a different era. Yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely. And and I grew up in a very liberal family that wasn't like, you know, obviously they, you know, Earl lived with us and my parents probably knew Earl was, you know, gay, but, um, you know, that was, uh, but it still wasn't really talked about. It was kind of yeah. whispered right. about mm-hmm. uh, on that. You know, we need to take a, another music break and do a community um, update. And then when we come back, we have more mu- news with <laughs> Ireland. I'll get that out. Moves. More news and news. <laughs> And it's time for a quick community update. We're currently listening to Tuxedo. This is the song On My Way, OMW, off of their album Tuxedo 3. Looking at the events this week, we have the Brown County Humane Society barn sale at Brown County Humane Society, 128 South State Road 135 in Nashville, Indiana. And that's August 9th and 10th, Friday and Saturday from 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. And it's uh, the biggest sale of the year at, at the barn, shop from thousands of new and gently used donated items. All funds support the homeless pets at the Brown County Humane Society. On August 12th, that is on Monday, from 5 p.m. until 7, the LGBT Aging and Caring Network Social Hour at BJ's Restaurant and Brewhouse on 411 South College Mall Road in Bloomington. Some of us drink, some of us don't, some of us eat, some don't. All of us talk, come join us. That's August 12th, 5 to 7 p.m. And then on Wednesday, 
That is August 14th, Wednesday. From 11 p.m. until 1 a.m., Envy's Open Stage, Bloomington's only queer, gender-based performance open mic at the back door, 207 South College Avenue, around the back in the alley. And uh, I believe that is an open mic, so you can sign up by contacting Envy Debute via private message or by email at openstagebookings at gmail.com. Alright, that's all I got for this week. We're gonna listen to some music and then back to the show. Welcome back to Blooming Out. We got yapping away and forgot we actually had a show to do. <laughs> <laughs> Our engineer's like banging on the um, the glass. Tank. <laughs> we need to get done. <laughs> what what is this about um, you and the deer? <laughs> oh, this is funny. So um, my uh, work wife uh, Gabby sent me a text just now saying, "Whoops, there she is." Um, saying, <laughs> 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 saying don't talk about me <laughs> that's right, right. <laughs> saying um, I do have something to talk about um, that I uh, uh, we have uh, like everybody in Bloomington we have deers that uh, deers in my deer. world everything has an S um, Kroger's deers um, <laughs> that that attack our yard and I, I love the deer and I kind of believe that hey they were here before us uh, and they should yeah. be able to do what they want to do um, and we have a, a, a pretty extensive garden and and they've been actually very nice this year and really haven't attacked until, like, last week. And I do maybe feed them bread occasionally or whatever. <laughs> and in the morning I was getting up, going to work, and this fawn was sitting, like, nose-to-nose almost at the door. Mm-hmm. And I think I'm going to open the door, and she's going to, like, flip out. You know, <laughs> they snort and run away, right? And I open the door, and she just stands there. Aww. And I'm like, like where's she, my bread? Friend? Yeah, exactly. Where's my bread? But she's like, you know, has a mouthful of my hosta. And I'm like, this, <laughs> <laughs> this is not cool. Uh-uh. You need not to, cool at all. Not cool at all. And I'm like, you need to go. Like, <laughs> like, this is now. I'm human. You're deer. You run. Get scared. This isn't supposed to be happening. And she literally just stood there. And then I was like, I clapped my hands and did this whole big thing. And finally, she just literally just kind of like turned around and walked. Not ran, <laughs> just walked away. That's so funny. But this was cute. Talk to the um, tail. When we came back that afternoon, <clears throat> um, just to check on the house, um, she um, was there and she brought her, her fawns. And we saw her in the background. <laughs> but anyways, that's my, that's so, so I did have something. Did happen. you, did anybody record that? Because <coughs> the, the I want, me. I want a version of that 
that yeah, bear video yeah. that bear bear why are you bear why are you eating my kayak bear <laughs> but i want that with you with yeah, deer, with deer. Yeah. i sort of had a, fem- a similar experience with a deer this week i was walking on the, the beeline trail with my dog and then when it gets sort of rural i was out there and i let him off leash so he could sniff around and then there was a mama deer with her fawn and he went and chased the fawn into the oh, woods no. and the mama deer just like came up to me like you better get your baby <laughs> away from my baby and that was a little bit scary and she wouldn't move i called teddy and he came back mm-hmm. and i put him on leash and then they went away but wow. yeah oh yeah. they're not wow. afraid of us they're anymore. very and which is good and bad and more bad probably because you know the cars and everything mm-hmm. like that right. well they're getting know. less and less habitat yeah right? mm-hmm. it's uh, i think we had one that was it last year this is a sad story that I was like out, you know, working in the garden. This fawn comes walking by. No, it was a, a doe, and she uh, had an arrow, a bow and arrow, <gasps> oh. and it was just through her back, through the skin. So it wasn't like somebody was hunting. It was just some schmucky kid oh. that shot him with a kid's arrow. That oh. you know, oh. and oh, so that was awful. And I tried to catch her, but didn't. Oh. Um, but sad. yeah, I mean, and then we had these cruel human beings that live here and think that's funny because right. they're eating my hostas or whatever. I'm like, right. no, you can. I mean, I don't want you eating my hosta, but you were you were here first and yeah. were tearing up your yeah. your your home. So you took away their natural forage you and did. you put in hostas. Right. That's so. right. <laughs> so you well, asked for it, can be poisonous. I know it's all my fault. Well, yeah. not this deer. I mean, deer that. love, 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 yeah. love hostas. Yeah, that's deer. like candy. Yeah. So, uh, Ireland, what's going on in the world of... Oh, yeah, news. I yeah. forgot. Um, so, uh, a study at Penn State showed that one of the biggest hurdles in the environmentalist movement is actually, surprisingly, gender roles. Um, because apparently, straight men don't want to do what they see as gendered tasks that prevent climate change, like using reusable cloth bags and shopping bags and paper straws, so they aren't seen as gay. Um, (laughs) It was also shown that these men look down on women who do, quote unquote, masculine tasks like caulking windows to better insulate homes, which helps with the environment, too. Um, Penn State professor of psychology Janet K. Swim says that for some reason, environmentalism is gendered feminine and that men are less likely to participate if they're afraid of being seen as more feminine or homosexual. Swim said, quote, behaviors don't just help us accomplish something concrete. They also signal something about who we are. Line drying clothes or keeping tires at proper pressures may signal that we care about the environment. But if those behaviors are seen as gendered, they may signal other things as well. If being seen as heterosexual is important to a person, that person might prioritize gender conforming over gender nonconforming pro-environmental behaviors in anticipation of how others might see them. So hopefully the LGBTQI a plus community will save the world in more than one way by teaching people to ignore gender roles is what I'm thinking. Um, I just thought that was so interesting. I saw it a couple times pop up online this week. Yeah. And isn't it disappointing? It's very disappointing, but I'm glad that it's identified actually. Um, but I, I, I'm still puzzled by it because I'm sort of like, you know, just because you drink out of a paper straw. I I don't, I don't get it. Of course. That makes you. Yeah. People are, I guess straight men are just like afraid of like, I, I guess, like, bringing a reusable shopping bag is, like, gendered feminine to people. Well, I, you know, there or was like, a time if you – I want to just throw this in, too. I remember, like, you know, you never saw a husband push a baby in a mm, stroller. That right. just didn't true. happen. Right, or yeah. my father would never push a car, a shopping cart. 
Uh-huh. Mm, that was right. woman's, you know, my my mom huh. would do that. So mm-hmm. smoking a cigarette inside the grocery store, right. <laughs> shopping. But anyways, yeah, I mean, that's, uh, they, you know, I don't know. It's yeah. Things change. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's all about the symbiology and the way it changes. And I think it is changing, you know, now. Mm-hmm. There are literally changing rooms. What are you for pushing bands? around, Justin? What am I pushing that around? That you wouldn't push 20 years ago. Besides, <laughs> I push everything, Frankie. <laughs> what are you in the market for, Frankie? <laughs> yeah. What are you what looking are you for, Frankie? Frank? We'll talk. Cue <laughs> <laughs> oh up the song, The Pusher. Up, yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I mean, but yeah, it's just, you know, thinking. Yeah. Well, see, I've never had these problems because that. I was born dandelion meat. So, you know, <laughs> these issues are not my issues. Yeah. If anything, I'm, I'm not butch at all, but I'm never. Never like, oh my God! People are going to think I'm butch no, if I cock ever. my windows. Yeah. If you what? Now I usually get somebody <laughs> else. I do admit, I, I maybe there is something to this because butch things I usually get somebody like Melanie to do for me because you do it better. No, not you. It's an I. It's a. It's not butch. It's it sounds like it. <laughs> but yeah no I, I i do that and actually i feel you know i do you have feel because you kind of like you are a mechanic i fix, you do, everything. You fix everything you fix everything so you like the you like bend the gender roles all over the place. i i'm like you know You're i a gender bender and <laughs> oh dear god everything in the studio you can always fix and i'm like so How here's what it is oh melanie you're a renaissance woman a renaissance woman like i can i call jacob a, re, a, a renaissance man because he cooks he fixes everything he he does child care he does it all and there are, i think of course there are people in all worlds that do it all but i feel like it's a more accepted um, uh, role in our world than the straight white men world. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was yeah. Yeah. again. That was like, a, and I'm, I'm, I keep kind of going back to the old but days. But they're raised. But to, when you know, we, right? you know, me and Kelly, it was uh, the first question people's always ask, like, who's the man? Who's yeah. the woman? Right. Who right. does the yes. housework? Who does yes. the, mm-hmm. you know, so this or that? Yeah. And you know, people I, just get over it. Yeah, and I haven't <laughs> necessarily. I haven't heard that in a long time. Yeah, right. I think that um, I hope that we're growing out of that. I mean, there are gendered roles, and we. You know, we touch on it all the time, but you know, a lot of that just has to do with the patriarchy and the way that women used to not be able to mm. inherit land and couldn't. Ugh, you yeah. know, and, well, and so there had to be these roles to keep this system going, but they're not normal or natural. Right, really. and they keep you dependent. Mm-hmm. Right, you know, Those on each other. Excellent point. Yeah, they yeah. they do. They do. Um, but right. one of the things that I so I, I used to train people to to work on their cars and stuff like that. Um, uh, because they weren't taught because maybe they were, were mm-hmm. female bodied uh, or um, or maybe they were uh, less than butch I was uh, never men. taught I'm a male but I was never taught and you know they need things. to they, everybody needs to learn how to work on a house or work mm-hmm. on a car yeah. a little bit I, I mean you don't need to like replace the engine or anything but um, but everybody is pretty much capable of understanding it anything on the 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 gender smorgasbord right mm-hmm. uh the all the stuff but we're taught uh not to trust ourselves mm-hmm. or to or to you know not want to be viewed as less than right mm-hmm. um and and it's so liberating the the look on people's faces when they they can actually you know they have the skills now to to change the brakes on their car mm-hmm. well that's a 250 dollar a thing that you can do for $20 and an hour of your time. Mm-hmm. 
Really? And, yeah. You didn't know that? And I didn't, no. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I will change your brakes for $200. Um, <laughs> I think I spent 400 but would that be right? Well, that for front and back, I... Yeah, mm-hmm. in my socioeconomic bracket, we only do done. we only do one axle at a time. So it would have been like eight hundred dollars. Well, and a, another yeah. example of this: oh, when I so. was working, we used to have pitch ins, and mm-hmm. so one of the uh, male managers said, "Well, I'm going to have to buy something and bring it because my wife's out of town." I said, "Damn, I'm going to have to do that too because I don't have a wife." Right. <laughs> 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 I love that. Well, you know, when I would be with the, the babies, I always would have. Not always, but it would happen more often than not. Women would come up and basically want to take over mm-hmm. everything yes. because uh-huh. I was this not smart enough. I mean, I, yeah, I was the, at walking you, downtown. You capable. Yeah. yeah. Thing. And, I mean, there yeah. was time. I have oh to say God, yeah. that but, I used know. it to my advantage at it's times. sweet. <laughs> <laughs> because, you know, you can play stupid man and, you know, and it kind of works if you want to change like the diaper. Yeah. Right. It's true. But, I mean, but I would have women come up and just assume that I wasn't – Mm-hmm. capable of you know changing a diaper right. so at times yeah I, well, <laughs> I you know yeah you can change the diaper i, 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 I remember being in tar- target with a screaming kid you know crying in the seat and this woman coming up to me and just lectured me about well you need another one and you need to do this and blah oh blah, blah 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 did you tell him it was your boyfriend <laughs> 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 well, she was really good at calming him down. I I, I appreciated the help, but at the same time, I was kind of like, yeah. I, you know, I mean, I I just really want to go shopping and get this mm-hmm. over with. I don't have to deal with you too. Yeah. <laughs> I yes, know. I understand. Get your paper Maybe straws. That happens. Yeah, yeah, I was, uh, yes, I need to run in and get my paper straws. Um, we're running out of time. We yeah, we should talk about uh, Judy. Judy. Oh. Jody. 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 Okay. I was craning my neck because I can't see the clock from here. So yeah, we, we know what that means, Judy. Okay. <laughs> about seven minutes. <laughs> All right. So I want to um, talk a little bit about um, opportunities with okay. Spencer Pride. We had our annual general meeting on Sunday. Mm-hmm. It was fabulous. We had a really, really good turnout. We made some, uh, um, I would consider, rather dramatic changes in our organizational structure. We now have um, four officers instead of three. We've added a vice president, which is not a token role. Mm -hmm. It actually has um, uh, tasks and responsibilities assigned to it. I am no longer the treasurer. I'm so excited. (laughs) (laughs) I thought you were crying for a minute. Are you the the vice president then? Well, I have – no. No. I have mixed feelings because for the first time in 13 years, I'm not an officer. Oh, wow. Ooh. So from the inception of the organization, I've been an officer. And so this oh. is the first time I have not been that. But uh, So that's an adjustment for me. But I'm so happy to not be the treasurer. We, we've just, the organization has outgrown my skills. Mm-hmm. I never wanted to be the treasurer, but I can balance a checkbook. I can pay bills and things like that. But now we're, we're getting grants that need oversight. And oh, yeah. We have a lot of more right. complicated How things. Exciting. And so we have a really good um, a person now who stepped up, came to us. He has a CPA license. He's um, done nonprofit work before. He but let me jump in for a second because people are listening to this, and we assume everybody knows about Spencer Pride. So I just wanted to point out that uh, you know Judy uh, is, is one of the co-founders of Spencer Pride, mm-hmm. and it's a really you know it's an amazing organization down there. So for those that might have just turned 
tuned in or don't uh, know what Judy's role is. That Thank you. That's what she yes, does. and right now we're the well, we are the smallest town in the United States with an LGBT yeah. center. And right now, incredible. until Melanie gets up and running, we're the only one in South Central Indiana. There we go. Right. So and um, and. And, and my goal isn't to actually compete with. Oh no 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 so. no! We we we'll put you out of business. <laughs> <laughs> no, totally different business model. We are complementary yes. organ. We will be complementary. These towns are big by, enough for the both. By <laughs> far, yes. I mean, I mean, we serve multiple counties. Right. Yeah, there's a big need here right. in South Central oh, Indiana. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to mention that um, for anybody who wants to volunteer with Spencer Pride, the volunteer application is now online. You can go to spencerpride.org and go to volunteers, I think, and it's and it's in there. It's not hard to find. Um, but um, I wanted to touch on a few of the things we have coming up because we are such a fun group. So where <laughs> are we? September 8th is the next general meeting. And then uh, we attend also, we'll be at Blooming Out, uh, or Bloomington Pride Fest, and Lafayette Outfest, and Terre Haute has a Pride Carnival. We'll be going to that. Mm. Um, on September 21st, we're having a talent showcase. This is so much fun. We did it for the first time last year. So any volunteers that have a talent that they want to show off, it, it, that's an active talent, like we had Bill and Glenda Breeden did a... a song uh, song and dance thing and they she wrote the song it was hilarious um emily black one of our volunteers is also a gymnast and she did a fantastic performance and others did spoken word because that's what they do we also have a, a stationary talent so if your talent is cooking or some kind of art or something we have a place to display that so people can see. It's just a way for us to get to know each other better and find out things that we yeah, don't know so about fun. each other. Does it have it's, to be kid-friendly? Because, I mean, i got some talents. but Well, here's <laughs> somebody asked that question, actually. And so what we said was that, that it starts at 4 p.m. Uh-huh. So if you have a talent that, that might be offensive to someone, you just <laughs> announce that. Before you start, and so anyone who might be offended this. has the opportunity to leave the room. Oh. And then they can come back when that part's over. Awesome. And you don't have to say ahead of time what you're doing. You just come in. There's a whiteboard. You sign up for this time slot that you want to do, and it's all good. It's just hilarious. kidding, people. I won't be doing that. And so. <laughs> that <was laughs> so it's safe to come Darn, back. you're so disappointed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so then in between time, when Sorry, there are empty spots, Jonathan what? does a an Oprah-like um, uh, question interview thing yeah. and just picks random people from the audience to come up and answer questions. Oh, so that's fun. It, it's all right. you got to come. That's actually a good idea, Justin. You gotta I come. might look into that. Do it. So do I it. can do stand-up if, if yes. you're yes. looking for a Oh, my gosh, yes. Cool. So 4 p.m., star. September 21st, 4 p.m. <laughs> at the center. Come Whether you've ever volunteered for us or if you thought about volunteering, just come and have a good time. Sounds it's like fabulous. fun. So on October 5th, we were just talking about history. Uh-huh. On October 5th, we're doing, for Gay History Month this year, we're not doing a film at the Tivoli like we have. We're doing a living history. 
So we're having a panel, and we're only having three panelists because we want to keep it um, small so that the panelists have an opportunity to really talk about their history, and people can really ask questions. And so our own Melanie Davis is one of the panelists. Uh Oh, look at you. We also have a lesbian who's, uh, um, I know personally, who's part of the um, LGBT Aging and Caring Network. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. She's uh, spoken to me about some of her history with being arrested and different things that young people have no clue ever wow. happened. We have another uh, a gay man who was active in the 80s during the AIDS crisis who's going to come and talk. So it's gonna, I think it's going to be really, really informative and interactive. That so sounds wonderful. Excited about that. So that October 5th, 2 p.m. So the rest of the uh, calendar will... Um, give to the folks here that can be on the Blooming Out uh-huh. um, list of events, so you'll announce them for us. Um, another one I want to point out, November 3rd, is our Friends and Family Shopping event. So if you want to get in on Christmas shopping early, come November 3rd at 6 p.m. You're going to have, what, so what are you cool. going to have, like art stuff? For the shopping? Yeah. Well, it's everything in Unity. Okay. And so our retail space, so it's all things handmade by local artists. We have honey and brooms and shirts and all kinds of things. Jewelry and resale stuff. Jewelry. Really cool store. There's tons. Yeah. Yeah. Tons of stuff. So we'll have special sales for friends and family. Yay. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Can I I get in a plug really quick? Yes. So uh, PFLAG is having its – we've – gone through the, the summer break, and uh, now we're getting back into the swing of things. So Bloomington PFLAG has a meeting coming up on August 14th, which is next Wednesday. It'll be at Artisan Alley at 222 West 2nd uh, Street, across from the Wendy's, from 6 p.m. until 7.30. Um, so come on out. We're going to be talking about um, uh, terminology and words and and all of the new stuff that you didn't know about, you know, the I's and the Q's and the 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 non-binaries and the whatever uh come on out learn some stuff uh it's all about supporting our uh, lgbtiq uh friends and young folk so so is it going to be i know you sometimes do a potluck or food or stuff it'll be yeah it'll be a potluck uh we are on uh facebook as well so it's b-town p-flex okay let's get out there people um so uh we're out of time so what a great show and thanks to all of our listeners and volunteers for making this possible blooming out is produced by frankie presloff ireland meacham and melanie davis our executive producer is wfhb news director kyria greenberg lucas fisher is our engineer for blooming out and wfhb i'm dandelion mead I'm Melanie Davis. I'm Ireland Meacham. And I'm Frankie Presslaff. And remember, if everything was straight, roller coasters would be one long, boring ride. Good night from your Blooming Out family. You've been listening to Blooming Out on WFHB. Blooming Out is a product of WFHB's News and Public Affairs Department. Tune in every Thursday evening at 6 p.m. for Indiana's only LGBTQ plus news and public affairs program. You can hear this and other programs online at WFHB.org. Comments and suggestions for future topics or guests can be sent to bloomingout at WFHB.org. That is bloomingout at WFHB.org. And thank you for listening.
remember this is what I'm about. Gotta stand up and I gotta be proud and I gotta remember this is what I'm about. And what about being a girl? Well, how could I mind it? And what about being queer? Well, I really 